Welcome to the Retirement Risk Show, the best retirement interviews and advice with Dave Hall. Learn strategies to help you reduce and even eliminate the risks facing your retirement. Hello, everyone. Dave Hall, your host here. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us another week as we talk about how we can help you reduce and eliminate the various risks facing your retirement. If you've not yet taken the opportunity to go to my website, please do so, retirementriskadvisors.com. Here you're going to get access to all of the resources, planning tools, education, everything you need to help you get through the longest self-imposed period of unemployment most of you will have in your lifetime. Could be 10 years, maybe 20 years. Heck, it could even be 30 or 40. It is what we call retirement. For today's show, we're going to be talking about a topic that's uh, become uh, very popular. It's a, a topic that's affecting many of your retirements, and that is 401k plans. We're going to be talking with uh, Jeff Edmonds from 401go. Jeff, uh, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me, Dave. So it's a very exciting topic for me today to be able to talk a little bit more about these plans because so many of our CPA clients have these plans. So many of uh, their clients have these plans. And what I find, many times they struggle to find good solutions. They struggle to really understand the way they should be working to help them maximize their retirement. So hopefully today we can spend some time going through a bunch of that information. Does that sound good to you? That sounds great. Well, before we do that, how about we get to know you a little better? You're the Director of Strategic Alliances at 401Go. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Sure. Yeah. So I've been working with accountants since 1999. I started with Intuit, spent almost a decade there while I was there, that was the beginnings, actually back in 1999, of the QuickBooks Pro Advisor program. So back then, it was if you have, I think, 500 bucks in a heartbeat, you were qualified to be a pro advisor and give advice. Soon they found out that wasn't the best way to do that, and so they started putting in a lot of training. And, and today, there's a lot of accountants who are also pro advisors that are doing CFO level work. And so I've watched that over the last 23 years. When I left there, I've worked for a few other companies, but it's always been working in and around QuickBooks Pro Advisors and Accountants. Very exciting. Uh, I've been working with that company myself for decades now, I guess, as you go back to the QuickBook days and we use them for tax preparation. Very amazing to see how they've transitioned. And I'm sure it's fun for you as someone inside that company to be able to see that happen. Talk a little bit now about 401Go. I, I made the mistake and I understand that others do the same. When we got started, I wanted to call it 401Kgo because that's really what we're talking about is 401 Ks, but it is 401Go. Tell us a little more about the company and what you guys are doing out there in the industry. Yeah. And by the way, you're not alone. I've heard 401K go. I've heard 401K to go <laughs> as if we were a drive-through 401K <laughs> plan. So 401Go was started by serial entrepreneur Dan Beck and his team. And he was looking for a 401K retirement solution for several of his companies. And what happened was he found out that there's a lot of people involved, a lot of other elements of starting a 401k plan, and that the price could be pretty expensive. And so he had some small companies and thought, there's a better way to do that. And so he hired a consultant and said, hey, I want to I change the way we do traditional 401ks. The consultant said, yeah, it's not what you want to do. I mean, that's, it's probably not going to work. He said, no, but I want to do it. And the consultant said, well, that's not how it's done. You know, anyway, so after a little bit of back and forth, he said, why don't I just hire you and let's do it together. And so things like setup time, it's no longer six to eight weeks. It can be 15 minutes. Things like having an easy to understand portal, everything at your fingertips. That's what he was after. And that's what he built. So back in 2018, we brought on our first client 
And recently, we have brought on a big team of uh, marketing and sales, and we're reaching out to the accountant community, to the financial advisor community, as well as going direct. So that's what we're doing right now. More than 50% of CPAs will run out of money in retirement, and this number is projected to grow because of risks like inflation, increased longevity, and rising healthcare costs. Retirement Risks Advisors has the perfect solution to help CPAs make their money last as long as they do. Learn more by signing up for our flagship webinar, Getting Safely Through Retirement. In this webinar, we share the top 10 financial risks CPAs will face in retirement and what can be done to reduce or eliminate each risk. To get started, visit retirementriskadvisors.com safe. Jeff, some of our listeners may not understand that the history like I do, and so I'm going to talk a little bit about it as we go back on the 401k, because you brought up some interesting concepts when you talk about uh, how the industry was and the things were going on, and really still is, but to see people like yourself breaking into it, 401ks were brought about in 1978, so they've been around a long time, but anytime you have a government product like that, something that's driven by tax rules and government laws, you obviously end up with a situation where many times it becomes way too too complex for the average business owner. And that was one of the challenges as I look back over time that I experienced as a CPA. Many times people were just overwhelmed by the concept of what a 401k would be. And then number two, I see it a lot like student loans. And this is an opinion of mine, but anytime the government gets involved giving credits, they end up managing parts of the money inside of here. What companies tend to do is charge up to that amount. I truly believe college is as expensive as it is because the government backs those loans, says, hey, if we're going to back them, if we're going to forgive them, then why in the world do we not just charge all we can? We'll take the profits off the table. And I saw a lot of that in the 401k world as well. That is, the, these credits and these things got put in place. Pretty soon it was the company that was taking the benefit of all that, not getting passed on to the company who was putting the plan together and the, the employees that were inside of that plan. So it's very exciting to me to see what you're doing as you look at that transition of coming from the traditional 401k company that's running what I would call more of the government model to the more of the entrepreneurial models you go through there. What do you look at from a, a target client? Is it the large public companies that are out there? Is it the mom and pop companies that exist out there? Where is it for you guys from an overall marketing side? Yeah, definitely we cater to the one to 150 employee companies. And the reason for that is just like you said, they've been overlooked. When you're talking about traditional, you'll go to a financial advisor. A financial advisor on a small startup fund will say, you don't have any assets. And a lot of financial advisors, and, and not necessarily most of them, but, but a lot of them still charge, and even part of the charge is assets under management fee. So because of that, it's hard to take on a client. I've talked to several financial advisors that say, we bring them on once they get to 2 million in assets and so forth. That's great. But what about all of the small companies that have either never had one or they're just startup companies? What happens there? And again, going back to the Dan Beck conundrum there, what about us? How do we do that? So we built a product that is catered directly to the small business. Now we have larger companies on the platform, but once you get to thousands, price parity becomes about the same. And so although we're an inexpensive solution, if we were to have a thousand or two on the plan, well, then you can go out and get a larger plan with, with your own 338 and uh, with a lot more features and so forth. So that's why we designed 401Go. It's for the small company and a lot of the features are, are specific to 
the thinking of a Jeff, how much flexibility do you have inside of your structure from a a planning standpoint? Meaning, here I am as a CPA, uh, we do retirement risk advising, I also do some tax work, those type of things, dealing with a a group of professionals primarily that most do contribute into the retirement accounts versus many of the clients we may work with that are dealing in construction where it becomes very difficult oftentimes to convince those individuals to set aside some money. Maybe they economically just aren't in position to where they can do it based upon their hourly wage. What type of flexibility do you have inside of your systems to work with different types of companies, even though they may be the same size, but in much different industries? Yeah. So one thing to know is that there's a stat out there that says an employee is 15 times more likely to save when they have access to a 401k plan. It's just phenomenal. And if you think about it, that would make sense, right? Because if I don't have access how many people out of 100 are really going to take it upon themselves to go and plan? Again, when you're talking about 40 million small businesses in the country, you can tell that number's low. But if you just give me access, our product was built with that in mind, which is there are portals. There's portal for, we can talk about this later, but we have a partner program for accountants. But we also have a portal for the admin, but we also have a portal for the employee. I know back in 2008, a lot of us still just don't like that year if we had a 401k. Back then, my 401k was managed by, I worked for a large company, and so I had to pick up the phone and and call somebody if I wanted to do something, and I just didn't know what I didn't know. Just like many others, 401k slid down and kept sliding, kept sliding. Our platform is built with the employees that has the control, and so the employee can log in at any time and see where they are. We actually have, and I wish I had this back in 2008, we have a cash option. So if you wanted to exit all of your investments into cash by the end of the day, you could do that at the employee level, not at the plan level, not at the custodian level. And it's fantastic. There are a lot of people today, and again, if I compare it to 2008, there's so much information out there about investing. If you wanted to change your investment lineup, you can do that at the employee level. You could bring in a 338, an investment advisor if you want to, but you don't have to. And so with the way we get data now at our fingertips, I think it's fantastic. People can do the research themselves. They can look at the different funds themselves and they can make a change. Even if it's a small change, I want three or 4% of my investments to go to this fund. So I think that that just shows that how we've changed from a traditional model to the new modern way of uh, providing a 401 And for those that don't deal with these 401k plans on a daily basis, this is huge. I mean, if you look at it, listeners, for someone that's always getting information from clients that have 401ks, and sometimes it takes them weeks to be able to get access to information, to be able to know they could go get it instantly through portals, be able to deal with the investing side. You may not know this, Jeff, maybe you do, because the industry you're in, we get the information because it's one of the questions we ask in many of our webinars, what percent of CPAs manage their own finances and deal with their own investments? advising. Maybe shocked to know it's two-thirds. We've asked thousands of CPAs at this point, and it's coming back in that two-thirds of them are doing it themselves, which makes sense when you look at the backgrounds that we have. But to be in an environment where they'd be able to have more of that control in their 401ks, got to assume, especially on a CPA level, much more enticing than it would be on another side of saying, look, I'm managing all my other money, doing a great job, but yet I've got this 401k that I don't really have a whole lot to say in. I may have some limited funds I have access to and I'm struggling with the way the investments are turning out here. Yeah, and I agree. If you look at also the 404C rule, 
about 401ks, it says you got to be diversified. Uh, the risk return characteristics have to be different than other investments. And so you can't do day trading with your 401k. But guess what? It wasn't ever set up to do that. As a matter of fact, it was set up to do the opposite. It was set up to protect and be equal to the owner of the companies. What applies for one needs to apply for all. I think that having a tool where you can go in and make your changes and their changes in investment lineup, you can't go out and buy Bitcoin. You know, that's not ever going to happen because that's not diversified. But just being able to look at the funds and educate yourself, I think it's a fantastic, you know, day and age we live in when you can do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I will tell those uh, that are interested in investing in Bitcoin, now please, uh, my, not my recommendation you do this, just like what Jeff's talking about, your standard 401k is not even going to allow you to do that. You can go into self-directed products if you're just set on investing in those type of products. Again, very high risk. And this isn't what retirement's meant to be. And again, why the 401ks have been so successful is they're designed to, to again, protect people from themselves, but to also allow them to have some freedom to, to make sure they can get decent returns to be able to build assets for the future. Yeah, no, no, totally agree. I, I think with the tools we have, and I think with other products, if you want to do investing, this is a great day and age to do that. But with a 401k, it's designed to, you know, uh, Jeff, I assume you guys handle all of the, the setup from the paperwork side, meaning trying to figure out uh, compliance testing, employer matches, all of those things. Is that all part of your process and getting someone connected uh, with their 401k? Yeah, so so funny you should ask that. Our motto here is called high tech, high touch. And what that means is we spend a lot of time building the product before we just hired a bunch of people to go out and sell it. And so we've built in so many features. And one of those is the automation of this process. So for example, auto enrollment is part of several of the Safe Harbor plans. And by the way, we do both Safe Harbor and traditional plans. And we can set up a plan in about 15 minutes. And that's because we've automated the process where you can answer questions and we make some assumptions and then we make some recommendations on the plan. If you click, okay, I want that plan, boom, you're off and running. So it just takes a few minutes to do that. But then there's a lot in the back end that has to happen. So if you choose auto enrollment, because there's some tax benefits to that, we send out the notices. When you input your employees, we track the eligibility. So if they're not eligible for a year, it's going to be hard to remember. You're going to put that on your calendar. So if you're a, an owner of a business, you know, the plan sponsor, it's nice to have a system that will do all of that for you. As a matter of fact, distributions and loans, we process that all here. Yeah, pretty amazing to be able to do it that quickly. I know as someone who's worked with people for decades in this space, that's generally not been the case. And, and many times you start approaching an end of a year or, or a period of cutoff for 401k, you're saying, look, you know, we've got a month left, but we can't get your stuff done to really get it in place. You've got to start earlier than that. And it's nice to know that these are available. Now, that being said, don't encourage anyone to just wait till the last minute to try to put anything together in your life. But as we look here, uh, we need to understand that there are some good options out there. For those of you that don't understand from a safe harbor standpoint, and what we're talking about here is a, a, an environment where you've got high enough match that it's allowing you as the owner, who's generally a highly compensated employee to be able to keep all of your contributions going into the plan without having to have them come back to you and then allow you to have those contributions to match your employees. So definitely something I recommend. I know for our plan, we've got a safe harbor plan. A couple other things I would just throw out there that I would recommend having gone through the process so many times myself, definitely want a Roth 
option now with what's going on in the country and the future rate of taxes. Would also look at in-service distributions. It's going to give you an option to pick that that option out there, which is going to allow your participants, if they get to a point where they want to move money out of the 401k into other investments, they would be able to transition it into IRA accounts. And then also you want it to be able to have after-tax contributions, something else that's an option that's out there that I would recommend would allow you in the right environment. And again, not such a big issue. Maybe if you've got a standard 401k and you've got employees may not work, but it could allow you to do some uh, mega backdoor Roth conversions if you've got that set up as well. So just a few recommendations from my side, having gone through what I've gone through. Jeff, any comments on your end? Any other things that you've seen that maybe CPAs overlook, uh, not only for themselves, but their clients that they should be aware of as they're trying to put these plans together and considering them as an option for their retirement planning? Yeah, so again, I came here from the the accounting background, uh, not the financial or investment or retirement background. And I would say a couple things. One is you'd want to look at the benefit of a 401k versus anything else. For example, the Simples and IRAs, you're going to have a lower limit and not do profit sharing. The 401k is designed to maximize your savings. And I'd mentioned this before, benefits are exposure to a 401k, you're going to get a lot more people getting a retirement. And they're going to start earlier if they're younger working at a company. And that is great. The best time to plant a tree is is 20 years ago. I would also say as a CPA, I'd look at the tax reductions. There may be more than this, but I would say a few things, which are $500 per year for the first three years. It's not a lot, but if you have that auto enrollment, again, some of the safe harbor plans require the auto enrollment, that's extra. 50% of the employer's fees can be deducted actually for the first three years. And that's big. Not that we have big fees here, but it's nice to know that when you invest in something, you can, you can deduct half of that. And then of course, employers' contributions right now are pre-tax. So even if the participants are going in Roth, employer contributions are pre-tax. Now that said, I don't know, Dave, if you've heard about this, but there's proposed legislation out there that is looking at 100% of employer fees up to $5,500 being expensed also, the employer being able to do a Roth for their contribution. That would be nice because now you have everything in there at Roth and five and a half years later, at least, or, or whenever you retire, I think it's five and a half is the minimum once you start doing that. Hey, all those gains. Yeah, it out, is something that I've seen. It's actually part of Secure Act 2.0 for those of you that, that want to research and see uh, more details on this. It's been passed by Congress. has not been passed by the Senate yet. It, it was written originally back in 2021. We're hoping that it gets passed this year finally. But that provision is in there, another provision that's there. And, and again, as you bring it up from a, a contribution standpoint of saying, hey, the 401k is better than the, the simple uh, now for set plan someone can contribute as much, but simple and steps you can't do Roths on right now either. Again, part of the proposed changes that they're looking at, but as you look at the 401k, always been my favorite option for retirement plan because there's so much flexibility, not only from a employer side, someone like myself that's got 20, 30 employees, whatever the case may be. But from an individual standpoint, if you're a sole owner, a lot of money can go into those 401k accounts to allow you to start building assets for your future retirement. Yeah. And and I would say one other thing, I mean, we're talking now at a kind of a higher level, but we're starting to, to dig in some of these details. When I came here, I didn't know a lot of that stuff. And I think accountants, pro-advisors, consultants uh, might 
fear. Uh, you know, if their client comes to them, they want to have a conversation. Maybe I don't know enough to, to help them. That is just not true. We've got a partner program here for accountants, specifically for accountants that I run. We can do it one-on-one, but also we set up, you know, two or three times a month meetings to where I go over the basics. We talk about a safe harbor uh, versus traditional plans. We talk about a few of the other things, the elements of a 401k and the basis of it. And it's enough to where you can say, okay, let's do this. And by the way, if accountants want to refer their clients over, they really don't have to know much more than that. We can take it from there. Our support is within our headquarters. We pick up the phone. We're in our G2 ratings are the highest out there. They're stellar. It's because of this, again, the high-tech, high-touch. We're going to build a product where we can put all the technology into it. And the result of that is we've got people that you can pick up the phone and call uh, for that. I'm happy to talk to any accountants out there. And one other quick thing, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, because our setup is really fairly easy, we have accountants and financial advisors that are charging for that. So our fees are very low. They start at $9 per participant per month. And we don't have setup fees, we don't have admin fees, we don't have any of that stuff. And so as an accountant, I just feel like most small businesses that come to an accountant want their accountant to take care of it for them, whether that's taxes, whatever that is. The small business owner, the carpet installer, the HVAC, the roofer, they just want to run their business. And so if I could pay my accountant some money, whatever that is, 500, 1,000, 1,500, whatever it is, it's still going to be a fraction of what I would pay a financial advisor to go the traditional route. And so if you know just a little bit more than that, you can actually set up this for your clients less than an hour. You can be done. And I think it's a great add-on service for accountants to have. And if they don't want to charge, they don't have to charge. But if they do want to charge, we can help build that model into their portal. And, and there's definitely value to what they're doing. And again, how do CPAs make their money by providing value to their clients? And what you guys offer uh, provides that value to the client to be able to show that from a CPA side, hey, I, I was willing to take the time and put all this in place for you. So great, great information uh, for you, those of you uh, CPAs that are listening. Again, if you want to learn more about uh, what 401Go does, Jeff, how's the best way they can get a hold of you or, or learn more about the company? Sure. 401go.com is our website. Feel free to email me to jeff.edmonds at 401go.com. My number is, I know nobody uses a phone anymore. So for the one or two people (laughs) that are listening that want to, 801-616-3746 is my number directly. But the email is, we can get started. Okay. And if you want to go back to our website, Retirement Risk Advisors, uh, reach out to us. We'll make sure you get in contact with them. If you forget any of this information. Jeff, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Yeah, Dave, this was great. You bet. You've been listening to the Retirement Risk Show. Please join me next week where we'll have another guest back here talking about how you can deal with the various risks facing your retirement in hopes of getting you safely through retirement. See you next week. And that's today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We come out with a new episode every Friday morning and you don't want to miss it. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify if that would really help us out. The Retirement Risk Show is a production of the Retirement Risk Advisors. Our show was produced by C.R. Talene and Autumn Koenig. 
If you're a CPA looking for more retirement education, visit retirementriskadvisors.com to sign up for more than 15 free CPE retirement webinars.